This is Archer of Archer.com. Today is Thursday, May 13th, 2010. And on this episode of Archer.com, we've got Larry Vader from, uh, what are you from now? The Little, Little Fatty Cast. <laughs> Hi, Larry. Hi, Archer. Hi, and we've got David B. from The Occasional Fag. Hi, David. Hi, Archer. And we've got Larkin from, I don't know what you're from, Larkin. I'm from the world. Okay, Larkin Canada. from the world. All right. Very good. Very good. So, um, what's new with everybody? Anything? It's hot as hell here today. It's relatively cool here, I think. Mm. It's warmer today than it was yesterday. Mm. It's 81 degrees here today. It's the hottest day. We've been having it unusually cold, so for it to be 81. It went from like 60 to 80. It was 62 here. Yeah, it was like 90 here today. Oh, God, really? (laughs) Yes. And humidity, right? Well, I guess. I don't notice it, but sure. Oh, my God. I notice humidity awfully. Um, I guess I should tweet that I'm on here live now, huh? Archer is live, live, live. Pride48.com. <gasps> should I ban Daniel Beaver? Can you do that? Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> um, well, I actually do have some topics, um... And I think everyone will be interested. Larry, you're into a little bit of politics, right? Well, we can talk politics. I just may have a sip of my ice water, but yes, we can. Well, the first thing I want to bring up is actually, um, oh, Big Fatty is telling me he has no intertubes still at the Fat Cave, so he can't listen. He can listen on his phone. Don't let him fool you. He's just old and fat. (laughs) Did you do something to sabotage his intertubes? I did not. Apparently, they keep telling him like the whole node is down because he has the DSLs. But but for three days, yeah, like it's a bit ridiculous. So I don't believe it. But I was like, why don't you just switch to Comcast, Big Fatty? But he's old, and old people don't like to switch. So you know, yeah, they're stuck in their ways. I like his phone line. He's got his bundle, right? And wasn't he spending more in his bundle than he was for each part individually? <laughs> yeah, it, it's ridiculous what he spends. And I'm like, Burger Friday. He has his internet service in bondage, too? <laughs> it is. The internet service is routed through the sling. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Uh, I think he exo- exceeded his quota for the month of <laughs> sling you. So. There was too many gentlemen callers, and they turned off the internet. <laughs> right. One gentleman caller is too many, to be quite honest. But He was overusing Grinder and it shut down the inner tubes. Right. <laughs> or Big Fatty. Uh, well, actually, I have a um, topic for um, David B. because I was listening to his show just about an hour and a half ago. Oh, dear. Am I in trouble? Yes, mm-hmm. because you said that you had an issue with people who were... Um, being distracted by their iPads and stuff <laughs> while we were talking about the... Um, did I say that? I don't remember saying that. You did. <laughs> yes, you no, did. I thought I said something else that you might get mad at me about, but okay. Well, no. Well, actually, my, my um, issue with you is what you said about George Reekers and what, what we should be upset about as opposed to what we are upset about. For example, you said we should be upset about the money that was paid to him by the state of Florida for his quote unquote expert testimony. Well, why can't we be upset that he's a big hypocrite for saying that all the stuff about gays and then he's actually gay himself. Oh, we can be upset about that too. What you was, said what, it was what more I, important I, that we were upset about the money. Well, I, well, oh dear, I'm in trouble now. Um, I have found it interesting that every time we talk about George Reekers, the comments that tend to come right after that are comments about his rent boy, and we comment about whether about prostitution, or we comment about how cute he is, or or people make those comments, and I think that's kind of irrelevant. I I agree with that. That is irrelevant. And, and yesterday, um, Joe, my God, was on a radio show outside. Of, well, two days ago, I guess, because I listened to it yesterday. He was on a radio show out of Texas, I think, Austin. And they had a half an hour interview with him, and everything was going. You know, it was you know in the beginning, the three hosts kind of tried to make jokes, but then they got into serious conversations and they talked about it. And then as soon as they were done, as soon as he was done, you know, they went off. They went to commercial break, 
And the minute they came back, one of the hosts goes, well, I don't think we should be glorifying this guy because he's a prostitute. It's like, we, right after the interview, they have to discuss the prostitute and whether or not being a prostitute is a good or a bad thing. And I think that kind of misses the point of the whole issue. Well, the, in, in that case, I totally agree with you. I, I don't think the issue is the rent boy, the cuteness, the prostitute. I don't think it has anything to do with it, really. It's the fact that this guy is such a hypocrite for being against gays for all these years, and yet he himself is gay. That's my biggest thing. And I was making the point that you know the next, the next part of this scandal is how much Florida paid for him, paid to have him go, and um, paid for his testimony. And oh, what is Florida's AG Attorney General's name? And oh, you know he was, he was kind of pretending like he had nothing to do with it. And it turns out he's written personal letters. And it turns out that the um, the guy who's the president of the Department of Children's and Families up until the year before Rikers was testified ended up being on being the president after he left Children's Family of the family of what's Rikers Group the Family Research Council. Well, I think he ended up on the, on the Family Research Council right well, after he that. started the focus on the family. He was one of the founding members or Family Research Council. Well, I'm, actually, I'm not talking about Rikers. The guy who was president of the Department of Children and Families in Florida, who was defending the case, you know, who was basically who who technically hired Rikers to, or Rikers or whatever his name is, to make the testimony. Yeah, I read somewhere that whoever that that guy left the year before all of these before the testimony and everything before they started the court case, and that guy ended up as a president of ended up on um, the Family Research Council. So there seems to be far more connections between Rikers, the f- people who are in Department of Children's and Family, and the um, the Attorney General. And at one point, the Department of Children's and Family, who I think actually paid the bills, said that they wouldn't pay any more than $60,000, but he ended up getting paid $120,000. So did he get double billed? Was he did, did they kind of like let him bill twice so it would look like they didn't pay as much as they did? Good question. I don't know. I don't know. But did you hear today that the Liberty Council says that they're going to, um, they've offered to back him if he goes ahead with a lawsuit against the Miami New Times and the uh, reporters who supposedly, allegedly, whatever, um, claimed that he was patronizing the rent boy? Mm-hmm. I'm not, is there, do they, does he actually have any grounds for defamation in a lawsuit under these circumstances? I don't think so. <laughs> not when he's caught with the kid. <laughs> I know, but let's not forget that a few years, well, quite a few years ago, Liberace managed to win a defamation lawsuit against the National Enquirer for claiming that he was gay. Times have changed. <laughs> let's hope. I would say, you know, go for it. Pay for him, pay for him to have a lawsuit because yeah, there's they, no chance in hell that he'd win. They'd put him on the stand and... Well, He'd have to go through discovery, and they'd probably pick up all of. It. He might have to turn over all of his emails uh-huh. that he had with the rent boy, and he probably could describe to the to the court what kind of massage he liked the rent boy to do in those emails. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe more rent boys would come forward. Well, they well, say second one. I was well, say there was there, yeah. There's two that we that we know about, and I've heard that there are others, but. The blogs just aren't necessarily posting them because there's really nothing to, you know, there isn't really substantial evidence. It's not like we have pictures with him or just, oh, well, I, he rented me years ago or he rented me years ago. There was something I read. I think it was. I want to go on record, though. He didn't rent me. He, <laughs> as far as we know. <laughs> the, the thing no, I think if, if I were rented by someone, I would go ahead and tell everybody. <laughs> Well, the, the as part of the Liberty Council's whatever press release or whatever, they said that um, they thought that these two reporters from the Miami New Times were purposely trying to, um, you know, get this guy Reekers, and they were just waiting and waiting and waiting for something to to appear, and this time it just happened to work out that when they while they were stalking him, he showed his uh, rent boy thing. So they think that he has a case, but I like. Uh-uh. If they're in public places watching him, there's nothing you can do about it. 
So were they just lucky enough to be in that airport when he came back, or did they have prior knowledge that he was coming back, and how did they get prior knowledge? That I have no idea. Although I don't know whether any of that would be relevant to a defamation case. No. I don't think I'm so. not a lawyer. I'm not either. Clearly. I just have opinions. No. <laughs> <laughs> and what is your opinion on this? I don't know. I, it's just the hypocrisy of all of it, you know. I'm so tired of the, the, the gays who hate themselves so much that they have to live that life and just, you know. What do you think of uh, Michelangelo Signorelli call today that anybody who knows any closeted hypocritical gay politicians, we should, all, we should out them. We should out them all right now. <clears throat> yeah, if if they're working against, if they are actively going against, you know, who they are, you know, I have no issue with that. Yeah, I kind of agree. If they are um, actively seeking to change laws to specifically discriminate against the gays, then I would say out their asses. What's the Where is that line drawn? When are they actively – I mean – well, if they're a Republican, no. If they're a Republican, what if what if they're a what if they're a blue dog Democrat who didn't vote for marriage? Um, other basically mild records on gay issues. Um, for I, I don't know. I mean, we I guess we 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 don't live in that black and white world, anyways. So I don't know. Well, just because they didn't vote for them doesn't mean that they're out. Um, you know, yelling and screaming and um, st- making public statements against the gays. Are, is this blue dog Democrat that you're thinking? Is he making statements against? The gays? I don't have a blue dog Democrat in my mind. I'm just coming up with, with, you know, there's the there's the Reekers character or what's that guy out in California who was recently outed more than once before he got stuck with before yes. he was picked up with a leaving a bar for drunk driving and was finally public, you know, it finally became clear. Who says that he's still going to vote the way he believes his constituency wants him to vote, which is anti-gay? Right. I forget who that is, but he's gay, too. Spanking B. Arthur will tell us. I can't remember his name right now. I forgot about the chat room. (laughs) And, you know, if you're say you're just a closeted politician who voted for DOMA and didn't vote for um, the Equal Employment Act, and you know, vote has has. Well, I mean, what HRC percentage should we give them before we out them? Well, I think we're moving into a world also where it's hard. It's going to be much harder in the future to be gay and not not have it not be known, unless you totally don't have a presence out there anywhere. Well, I think you know that's, I mean? that's also, no online. You know, I mean, and, I also think that's a, a change in the times as well. It's easier to have that. I think it also shows that these people feel that they live in a that they live in a separate class than the rest of us because they're in there making laws that they obviously have no intention of having to follow for themselves. Well, that's true too. They have maybe a what a, a king syndrome about themselves. It's well to me. It's. The fact that, you know, they're all being bought and paid for, so they're all prostitutes, basically, right? They prostitute themselves for their own benefit. They're not benefiting America. I mean... Yeah, but does it benefit a company to back... I was going to say. ...to back a Republican who is specifically against the gays? No, No, I'm talking about politics in general. I don't mean just, you know... Well, no, that's actually the just, same. that's my, just my question in general. I mean, mm-hmm. what, what does this company get if they're backing, let's say, Republic, if they're paying, you know, funding Republicans who are out and out against the gays? I mean, what does that benefit I, the company? I would say a company doesn't care about the politician or the policies, just how they're going to vote in matters that pertain to things that affect them directly. What if, yeah, I don't think cor- big corporations that are buying and paying for politicians care one way or the other on social issues. These, well, on some social issues, probably, but you know, because I'm sure they'd have all sorts of. They'd care about immigration rights, and they'd care about um, 
minimum wage laws and things. And but they're not buying and paying for politicians based on their view on gay issues. They're buying no. and paying for politicians because of the way they vote for, on their causes. And gay pol- or Republican politicians are using the gay issues as wedge issues to make sure they get reelected so that they can continue to be paid for by these corporations. Right. The corporations are all concerned about what um, tax benefits these uh, their politicians can vote for them. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not even that. Regulations. I mean, a ton well, of regulations things. and tax mm-hmm. benefits and anything that will benefit their company. You know, um, being able to be monopolistic. Yeah. In the same uh, realm of stuff, have you heard the latest about the Arizona immigration law? Um, the governor signed in, I believe it was yesterday or today, I think it was yesterday, that Arizona now bans ethnic studies in public um, schools. They can no longer learn about um, African Americans, um, uh, Native Americans, uh, you know, because they because those groups have oppressed the white person and and the white people have oppressed them and they don't want the, them to find out about that. How how long until um, all of this implodes on them? Well, they said they've lost like uh, ninety million dollars so far. Because, like, the city of Los Angeles, the city of San Francisco, and the city of St. Paul have uh, pulled back any kind of um, travel to uh, Arizona by by their governments or whatever. And even then, I mean, okay, already you have – there's probably not a single – county or state or you know in the whole country who's not hurting financially and all this burden (laughs) that you're going to put on everybody to validate all of this where's the money going to come to do all of this what little bit i've heard about this it sounds like it was directed at one specific school district one specific school district in illinois is not going because to the um, no I, i think there was I read somewhere, and I can't, I'm trying to find it now, that there was some school district in Arizona that they, that they tried to do this, that this, the board or something tried to do this, but the superintendent overruled them, and then this, then that's when they started writing this law, which just recently got passed. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. I just remember seeing this yesterday or today. Oh, or it was done for something. The article where I was reading it says that Superintendent Tom Horn, who has spent two years trying to get Tucson schools to drop Mexican-American studies program, he said, leeches, he said teaches Latino students that they are a oppressed minority. So well, I guess, they are. <laughs> so it's, it's, like, it's implying that this law was written specifically to, to appease him. Well, does this cover all schools or just because I've read that it's um, elementary and junior high schools, not high school? I'm not sure about that. I just, I just heard that it was public schools, so I'm just, I'm just assuming it's all levels. I don't know. Here it is. Let me see. The new, the new law forbids elementary or secondary schools. Okay, well, it's, secondary means high school. Is secondary a high school? Yes. That's what I was going to ask. I obviously didn't go to a very good high school. They didn't teach me that. <laughs> and I don't think we had ethnic studies either. But I don't we think we high. did either, but we were, mm-hmm. I went to high school in between 78 and 82, so <laughs> it's been a while. So did I. Anyway. Um, were you out in high school? I'm sorry? Were you out in high school? No, but I had a boyfriend in high school. Oh, so did I. <laughs> Do you still talk to that boyfriend? No, he died of AIDS in 1992. Oh. My high school boyfriend is straight and is a very good friend of mine. Your high school boyfriend is straight? Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Larry, did you have a boyfriend in high school? Um, Kind of, but he's married now. So yours ended up straight, too. <laughs> well, he's married. I don't know about how straight he is. Oh, is he married to a man? No. He's married to a fat girl. Oh, then he's probably still gay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's still kind of hot, but married to a straight girl. Wow. Uh, rather. Does I'm she sure have, 
Does she have peg peg written all over? She really does. And she brought like all these kids to the marriage, you know. <gasps> oh, so he didn't have to produce any? <clears throat> no, no. None of his own. That I'm aware of. I just friended him on Facebook. Oh. So Yeah. That's interesting. Don't really care. <laughs> like, well no. But- you know. Uh he's you know. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, whatever you want to do. I think that's interesting. Well, they say, you know, college is the experimenting time when you can be gay and it doesn't matter. Well, I'm sure he didn't go to college, but he's a firefighter now for some podunk town here in South Carolina. But a hot firefighter. Kind of. I mean, he was hotter in high school, but he's still beefy and muscly and, you know. Well, he must. I'll share a photo. Hold on. I'm Facebooking now. I'll share it in the chat room. Okay. A current photo or a a photo from high school? Oh, I don't have any from high school. It'll have to be current. Copy image address. Are you saying how many of us are going to cancel our Facebook accounts? Well, you know, I've been thinking about. Oh my God, he is a hottie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, but look at that big wedding ring. I'm sure he slides down a few poles at the fire station. <laughs> he died. Now, is this a volunteer fire department, or is this one where he's like on three weeks and off a week? So you know. Um. Let's see. I think he. It's a real fire. I think he's an actual fire. So he gets paid by the county, then. Yes, he is a city firefighter. He works for the, the particular city, yeah. according to his Facebook. Okay. Uh, work in education. Well, here. I do him. <laughs> even though he's married I don't even care that doesn't bother me let me find a photo of his wife hang on I find closeted married men married men a turn off why probably because I dated one for a while and it just didn't end well oh, uh, hello <laughs> <laughs> so I've there done it once in there didn't like it it's over with <laughs> Yeah. I think the best yeah. thing about closeted merry men is that they never call you. They never bother you. Exactly. <laughs> Unless the sex is really bad and they think it was good. <laughs> then they want you to keep coming back. All right. Here's a picture of his fat wife. Which one? Uh, Well... Oh, the one, one on the left. Like, the other one's a kid. It's it looks one like. On the left. Yeah, the other one. It's the one on the left. Yeah. No. He's um. He's still gay. Yeah. Poor thing. Well, did you have a fat girlfriend when you were in high school, Archer? I did not have. I had one girlfriend like my sophomore year, but she was like a friend of the family, so it was just like we were. You know, it was like. Just you say like you're dating, but you don't really do anything. I never did anything with her. We just kissed. That was it. There was no sex or anything at all. Because I already knew I was gay. She was just being interested in me. And I was like, okay, I'll do this for a little while. Did you? I had a chunky girlfriend when I was a freshman and a sophomore in high school. Larkin, girlfriend? Nope. Larry? Oh, yeah. I had a girlfriend. I almost got married. Oh, every week we hear something more <laughs> interesting about Larry. Have two or three more sips of that ice water and we'll, we'll question you some more. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean. Did uh, we know this about you? I'm sure I've said it before. Yeah. And what made you change your mind? Uh, you know, like it's, I don't know is the answer to that. I, I went away for the weekend, um, right after graduation, I think, um, or maybe right, maybe it was the year before graduation, but anyway, I don't remember it all runs together, but, uh, I was with some friends, like some cool friends, like the cool kids. Yeah. And we were just like hanging out and camping, playing cards and all that. And I came back and I was like, hmm. No thanks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally, it's just like something snapped, and uh, it was a no thanks. And she went absolutely psychotic, and you know, threatened to kill herself and all that. Good <gasps> oh stuff. no! No, she's kind of crazy. She still is very crazy. 
she um, now lives next or across the street from my parents. Oh wow! Yeah, awkward. Yeah, very awkward. She's still, she's does she still know you're gay? You. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. She actually she does. She does. She just showed up in Charleston when I was in college one time. Wow. Um, and called me and she's like, I think your your mom said blah blah blah, and I'm I'm probably within a block or two of you and this that and the other. So. Did you hook up with her then? I mean, like, see her? Uh, yeah, I did see her. I did see her. She put me in a very awkward position. Yeah. But, eh, you know, whatever. Now, Larry, so, your parents know you're gay, right? They do. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Bless their hearts. Yeah. But, yeah, no, they, they're too nice. They, uh, you know, they think you have to be nice to everyone. Whereas I'm like, don't tell her I'm alive, much less where I live. Hell. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. But every now and again, like, she'll get my phone number somehow, and she'll call and leave a message. Um, and, you know, I just put that in as a do not answer number. <laughs> like, there's no way I'm ever talking to this crazy bitch again. But one time, a cute, quick story. I was in Walmart there. Uh, it, it was recently. It was a few years ago. I was flying to London and I was I dropping the cats off or something at the parents. So I stayed there and flew out of Charlotte because it was like a $200 flight from Charlotte. And uh, they live near Charlotte now. And uh, I went to the Walmart because that's the only store they have to get like batteries or something. And I was walking out and she was coming in with like 85 kids. Oh, geez. And she had on sweatpants and like a holy T-shirt, you know. And I heard my name and I saw her and... You know, I was kind of in a hurry. Um, and she was like, where are you going in such a hurry? And I was like, well, I have an early flight in the morning, you know, whatever. I have to go um, trying to get out of there. She's like, where are you going? And I was like, to London. She's like, well, why the hell would you want to go there? Oh, God. Like, So I you've would, evolved and she hasn't. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you wouldn't understand, I don't think. So, and she started talking. And it's like, I have to run. Have a nice life, you know, or whatever. And fast forward two hours later, she showed up at my parents' house. With all the kids? Yeah. She's like, he was rude to me. And my mom's like, he's an adult. Like, <laughs> Why are you bothering me about it? About it? Like, you know, like, ugh. So, but yeah, it was fun times. That's, that is fun. Nah, but whatever. Have so you been checking pictures of people at Walmart to see if her pictures showed up? What? Have you been checking people of Walmart to see if her pictures shows up? Oh, I know. She's totally people <laughs> of Walmart material, but... No one there has the internet, much less the sense to know what a blog is. But, um, yeah, no. I, I, she's a very nice person. She's just crazy. Um, <laughs> and not too well educated. <laughs> well, you know, the scary thing is, Archer, she's a third grade teacher. <gasps> so she had to go to college then. She did go to college. She went to Clemson. So, oh. Yeah, she went Clemson's to a real school. Not, yeah. not like some crazy Baptist school or something like that. I mean, she went to a real school. I know somebody who went to a crazy Baptist Me too. <laughs> but I wonder if we're talking about the same person. Oh, I don't know. I doubt it. Because there's, there's only one person in the world who went to a crazy Baptist school. No, I'm right. just... Just one. You know, Larry and I have th- a couple things in common, you know. <laughs> uh, you're both gay. Well, that, yes. We're going to have dinner together on Saturday night. That's right. That's right. You sure the snow won't interfere? Absolutely. It, I'm fully expecting to get a phone call Saturday afternoon. <laughs> you know what, Larry? You told me last week to, to call you on your cell phone. I I looked. I don't have your cell phone number, so I wouldn't be able to call you anyway. I'll email it to you so that you have it for okay. Saturday. Okay. But where are we so, going? Or is um, or is someone cooking? Here's it. I will have to talk to you about this off air. There's been um. There's something I can't talk about okay. that's kind of a surprise, and I don't want to say anything until it's officially announced. So I think we're definitely going to go out. Okay, cool. Um, and I've suggested something that where you can order tomato soup and crispy tilapia. So. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it isn't foreign, that's fine. Oh, no, I, it'll probably be simple. American, okay, you know, cool. like pizza or something. So, but... um. Darn, Archer, Archer can't bring his puppy play outfit he's purchased since. No, but I can bring my iPad. 
so I can check in on Foursquare and Goala. Oh, then we'll make a lot of fun of you. <laughs> I know. I know. Extra special Chris on Twitter hates the people who check in. <laughs> no, we don't mind. I hate it too. We don't mind people who check in just as long as you don't have an auto tweet that you've checked in. Ugh. I think I do. But I don't check in very often. When you check in, do you have to check in all of your different accounts, like one right after the other? You can, but you don't have to, no. Do you? I do. Or is it like, today I'm only a wine blogger, and today I'm only a teacher, and today I'm, I'm Archer? Um, no. Sometimes I do two or three. I actually only have two accounts, so. But anyway. Do you ever, aren't you afraid of accidentally cross-posting to the wrong ones? Yes, I am. <laughs> I have the same issue on Twitter, too. Because I have three accounts on Twitter. Yeah, I have like seven, so... Seven? Well, some of them are professional, and some of them are for, like, groups that I'm in that I don't want them to know about Mr. Larry H. Vader. Gotcha. Because, you know... So we have to have one that appears to be personal, that's really not, you know, but... It, it kind of looks like it is, but... Well, you know, um, I finally got on the grinder just to see what it was about because everybody's always talking about it. <laughs> You've actually, you actually paid for it? No, no, no. No, it's got the free application. Isn't there a free is one? Is it free? Okay. Yeah, it's free. But it's, still, it it's still the iPhone size. It's not iPad size. But um, I just went ahead and I'm on there as Archer. But I don't have much information on there. And I didn't put a picture of myself. I put a picture of my sister's dog on there. (laughs) (laughs) So if I get a message on Saturday afternoon from a dog, yeah. You'll know it's me. (laughs) Wait, are you on Grindr? (laughs) Of course. It's fun. It's fun to see how close these people are. Because, like, one day I cranked up Grindr and it said accuracy within 16 feet. I was like, what? How is that possible? Yeah. So, so do you crank up, crank up Grindr while you're in your classroom to see who's close? <laughs> no, I actually don't have time. No, I was. I do it right here like I have it on right now. And there's a really cute guy who's two two thousand seven 2,786 feet away. How much is that? No, are we talking vertical or horizontal? Horizontal. What do you mean horizontal? Well, you I mean, live it's... In a- what floor do you live on in your building? Maybe he's like directly below you. With but that doesn't matter <laughs> with GPS. Yeah, that doesn't matter. You, your distance from sea level doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah, this is horizontal. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, yeah. He kind of looks like the manager of my building, too. Well, here's a funny story. I was in the doctor's office today. <laughs> <laughs> you started and, up crying. And they have the free Wi-Fi because they don't really have the cellular telephonic device coverage in that building. Yeah. Because it's one of those high rises. And um, so, like, I, I signed on to Grinder while I was waiting on him because I got put in the treatment room for, like, 20 minutes. And it was, like, seven people that were within, like, 30 feet of me or something. Gosh. And, you know, most of them weren't online. I guess they had just been there earlier in the day. But then I was like, great. Now I'm showing up as being here. So I had to sign off because, you know. How many male physician's assistants are there in this office, in this doctor's office? I don't know. It's humongous. So God only knows. But my doctor is a homosexual. So, (laughs) I mean. Are there any other kind of doctors? My doctor's not homosexual. Oh, wow. That kind of killed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a woman anyway. Oh, well, our, my, uh, what's your medoodle? Um, what is it? Nurse practitioner that I see sometimes. She's a lady, but she's cool. I just don't feel comfortable with her. Can I totally change the subject now? Yeah. And really, this is uh, sad to say. It's just for Larry because I don't think the other the, the other two of you have an iPad. But um, Larry, do you use the Dropbox? Yeah, uh, yeah, for the iPad. Yeah, or Dropbox just in general because I have it on all my computers now. Yeah, I we've been using Dropbox for years at the coal mine. So because like Big Fatty and I share like five hundred page documents sometimes. Oh yeah. And, that's the easiest way for us. That way I don't have to worry about like authenticating and putting it on this desktop. I can just throw it in this Dropbox. True. Yeah. Good point. That's how we do most everything locally on our network. I just throw stuff in Dropboxes. And I have a shortcut to mine on the desktop. 
Uh, David B. or Larkin, are you guys familiar with Dropbox? I think no. I've heard that they recently updated it for the iPad. They did, yeah. What I like it for is because Dropbox will open up pretty much any document I put in there. So I just, like, I have my show notes in a PDF file, and I dropped it in my Dropbox, and it showed up on my iPad, so I don't have to use up space on the computer for my show notes. Huh. It's standing here right next to my computer. See, I haven't used it for the iPad, so I don't understand what it exactly does with the iPad, but... Well, let's see. Yeah, that's... Because I always thought Dropbox was just a way to transfer files, so you would... What does... It has some capability to run programs or run... Open files? Yes, it does. For example, I can look at pictures, and if someone, if I put a picture in my Dropbox, I can open up a picture right in Dropbox. Any any file it seems to be able to open here, as it, long as you're on your network. Correct. Which right. I, which I am. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. PDFs. It can open pages, documents. It can open um, Word. It can open pictures. It, so far, everything I've tried, it opens. Cool. Right within the program. So. Yeah, anyway. Okay, I'll have to play with it. I don't, you know, like, I hate to admit this, but, you know, last week I said that my iPad, like, I'd put it in a drawer and I needed to find it. Like, I still haven't found it. Larry, I cannot believe that. I mean, it's not that I haven't, I I mean, I know exactly where it is because I saw it, but, like, as far as have I taken it out of the drawer, no. So you're not really using it then? Um, You know, I use it for very specific things and I haven't used it. Is it in the the drawer by your bed? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the bottle of lube and a rag next to okay it. <laughs> it may be in that drawer by my bed but it's only there because i can't leave it out or the cats will knock it off of things so oh that's and, true. and what are the videos that you dropped into your dropbox no i don't use the dropbox for that i just use it for like in bed i watch stuff on netflix on it oh my god i totally start well as you see from my um post this week i did the same thing oh I'm loving that Netflix. Yeah, it's. I wish the app were not just like the mobile site, you know. Like I wish it were a real app, um, but it's still really good. Yeah. I put that what was it Breakfast with Scott movie into my instant queue so I could watch it on my Roku box directly it was on the television. It no was pretty- tissue box needed. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the um, Mark. Well, of course, it's one of those that makes you cry. You cried in that movie. I haven't watched it yet. I just stuck it in there. I don't think it'll make you cry now. It's a decent I little movie. Half of it. It, it was kind of cute. I, it, I wasn't feeling it, but I fell asleep, so I'll have to go back and see what well, The editors probably left the boom shot in because they didn't have any coverage to edit any other way around it, and they couldn't lose the whole scene. But that wasn't the only scene. That thing showed up lots of times through the whole movie. Can't they CGI it out? I mean, it's... Well, this was a. I don't think. I think this was a, like a low budget film anyway. Because they probably even, made the movie for ten thousand dollars, so the CGI would cost more. Even then, you would think that it was on the edge, and as long as the background isn't very, at least fuzz it, you know, blur it a little. Well, actually, in some scenes, it looks like they um, have like a fuzzy black at the top of the screen. So they, I, I, so I think that they were aware of it at one point. Anyway, I thought the guy, um, Tom Cavanaugh, who used to play on some NBC show, I thought he was cute. Does anybody remember the show he was on? I recognized him, but I don't remember what show it was. Once running to IMDb. Oh, yeah, no, I don't have that up, but that's a good, good thing to do. <laughs> Where is it? There it is. So, anyway. Okay, so talking about actors and gay and stuff. Did anybody see the article in um, Newsweek magazine about from the... He's actually a gay writer who says that gays can't play straight very well. Anybody see that? Um, no. No. I haven't read the article, but I saw... I think it was a CNN clip with him and... Or maybe it was Joy Behar. Yeah, it was Joy Behar on Headline News with him and Dan Savage and somebody else. I love Dan Savage. Dan Savage's argument was that he had the completely the wrong point. He was he was condemning the gay actors for not being able to play gay when the point should have been that audiences won't accept out gay actors in roles that they are perfectly capable of playing. 
That's not true. Neil Patrick Harris does a really good job in. Um, yeah, they brought that up, and they kept arguing that well, you know, Neil Patrick Harris wasn't out of the closet when he got the role. That's what I was going to say. He established that role as a straight man before he even came out. And it isn't exactly a leading man role. No. But that doesn't mean that gay, actors, that gay actors can't play these parts. And I think Dan Savage was right in that he took the wrong premise by saying that they can't play the parts. When in reality, it seems that Hollywood thinks and is that the audiences won't accept them in those parts. Okay, well, what about this? Because this, this, I actually had this question last night. Um, on Wednesday nights, they have um, uh, the new adventures of old Christine. And on yeah. the show, the last several episodes or, or this season... Uh, the guy from Will and Grace who played Will, I can't think of his name, McCormick, I think something. Yeah. He is now playing um, Christine's uh, husband slash fiance, whatever. And I can't get past thinking that he's gay. But even though I know he's a straight actor, I mean. So you're proving the point, huh? I guess so, but I like. He's when, stereotyped. I did. Like when I see him, I'm like, oh no, that's Will, because I'm just so used to him. But I know he's straight, that's the thing. How many people are accepting, what is it, John Barrowman in um, Desperate Housewives as a straight serial killer? Or I actually think he's doing a pretty good job. So there's not a gay actor who's playing a role when the audience is accepting him. And he's hot. Yeah, he's very hot. <laughs> but he's not going to be, he's only going to be around like a couple, one or two. Well, actually, the last episode, I think, is next week, Sunday. Hmm. Because it's the season finale on Sunday. But I don't know that any of us can really... Because we don't have out gay actors in leading roles. I don't know that we can really make actual judgments on whether or not audiences accept them. I think that actors can... Good actors, no matter what their sexualities, can play whatever part is is put in front you know, of them. To me, the whole part about when you go see a movie, it's about suspending your belief and you know being part of whatever it is. You know, I mean, that's like saying someone plays a serial killer, you know, that, <laughs> you know, or anything. You know what I mean? Yes, it but just, I think that depends on the level of acting. I think you're right about that because, as I said, John Barrowman, even though I know he's gay, I think he's playing a really tough, straight act, you know, uh, job in Desperate Housewives. So I think it, it depends on how good of acting they're doing. So is, is your problem with... Um, what's his name from Will and Grace? That you're stereotyping him from his role in Will and Grace because he's just not that good an actor. Good question. No, I think it's because my mind has was conditioned for eight years that he was gay. Well, I have another question. Does is he does he act the same? Does he carry himself the same way he does in Will and Grace, or is he? Because I've not seen the show. I think he does carry himself kind of like Will from the last couple of years of Will and Grace, yes. Do you know what I mean? Because you see some people, like to me, I think Robin Williams is not a good actor because he only has one character he ever puts out there. Is not any, anytime you go see a movie with Robin Williams in it, is he not always the same person? Kind of, yes. That kind of that funny, you know, I mean, he always plays that same, and, and that's not talent to me. I mean... I don't know. I don't know about him. Too hairy for you? <laughs> he's definitely too hairy for me. Most definitely too hairy. Oh my God, he's hairy all over the place. I was trying to think, there's some actor, and I can't think of his name, but every role he plays, it's like he's playing the role as if Jack Nicholson was playing the role. Oh, who's that? I can't think of his name now. Uh, Mr. Mike72 keeps saying that gay actors can't act. <laughs> <laughs> that's why gay movies with gay actors suck. Well, you know, that's, well, I will have to admit, there are a lot of terrible gay movies out there. <laughs> and you can get them all on Netflix. <laughs> it, has, it only takes you about two years to exhaust it, and then there's nothing new. Yeah, well, now, with this instant play thing on the iPad, I can watch ten minutes of it and say, fuck that, I'm not, I'm not investing my time. <laughs> well, the problem with it now is, like, with the gay and lesbian tab... First of all, half of it's lesbian stuff, which I don't understand, so I'm not interested. But 
then every like the other stuff is kind of like hit or miss. You have to like watch it for a while to see if it's really a gay movie or if there's just a gay character in it. True. Yeah, I've noticed but that too. Mm-hmm. I watched something with the guy from Stargate Atlantis, like, the, but it was like a Canadian like camping movie. I don't know, but there just happened to be one guy that was kind of gay. Like, and it was a good movie, but it wasn't the big gay movie. Um, but yeah, and it wasn't the big gay movie that you were that you were expecting it to be. Right, and then I watched Make the Yuletide Gay the other night, and it was kind of bad, but it was fun, <laughs> you know. Like, mm. it was like very gay and very like cutesies and everything, and then it just kept getting worse. So yeah, meh. Well, my question always is: box office is always driven by revenue. How much money you're going to get out of it? How I mean, we're ten. Let's say we are ten percent of the population. Does that not cut down the amount of revenue a movie is going to get so people aren't going to finance? I, I don't know. Be, besides Brokeback Mountain, name a gay movie that's gone really big that a lot of people have seen. Well, um, and Brokeback Mountain really wasn't that good of a movie. Um, Jeffrey from years ago and um, the one with Kevin Klein and Tom Selleck. What was that one called? Uh, In and Out. In and Out, yeah. yeah. But, that, but those were bad movies. Well, the Jeffrey one was okay. In and Out was not a good movie. What about Philadelphia? There you go, Philadelphia. We but go those all are... the way back to Jacqueline Smith and what's his name in Making Love. But those, I mean, of all the movies that come out, we're really searching for ones, right? I mean, Victor how Victoria many movies come out every year? So, I don't know how many come out each year, but tons. Well, I'm well, movie wise, there's probably you know probably three to four hundred movies come out each year, if not more. I cranked up the Netflix on my iPad and I'm searching for gay and lesbian. And Larry, you're right; there seems to be an awful lot of lesbian movies on here. Ooh, it is, and I don't dislike lesbians. I just don't like. I do not want to watch a lesbian love story. Like I have no interest <laughs> in that. And then the ones that are specifically gay, like well, it says gay and lesbian romance. Um, Brookback Mountain is the very first one on the list. Yeah, it's not on my list. <laughs> well, I moved it from that list. Yeah. If you click on Just Gay, if this thing would, because I'm using a 3G network and it's freaking slow. You know how much I love the 3G network. Anyway. Yeah, I mean there are a lot of movies to choose from, and I um I watched uh, Barstool Boys. Barstool. Oh, now that is a good movie. I think that was a really good movie. And, and that one guy, the one guy who, not the gay one, but the one he that he's has a, his best friend, that the the Scottish or yeah Scottish guy. Oh my god, he is so fucking hot. Yeah, I was. <laughs> whoo. I I th- again I thought it was going to be a big gay movie and it wasn't. It turned out to be a phenomenal movie that just happened to have a semi gay character. Exactly. And then there was a, just a, that hint of gayness when he had a, 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 a crush on him for just a short time. And then it all got ruined. But yeah, yeah. that yeah. was I, I completely agree. That was an amazing movie. Say it again. What's the title? It's like Barstool Boys. Yeah, let me look this up because I know exactly what you're talking about. Let's see if it'll. Of course. Borstal Boy, maybe. B-O- yes, it is Borstal Boy from 2000. And the guy's name is. Um, what? Which is. Oh, Sean Hattesey? 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 You know, I didn't realize oh, that it was all hot. about that author. You know, I didn't realize it was a true story, this, that, and the other. So, like, I was taken aback when I read it. But it was good. So, if ever, if you guys haven't seen that, I mean, it, it's gay enough that the gays would like it. It is. You know why? Because it kind of teases you with some gay stuff. Well, it's it's a look at the gay back – what was that, World War One or World War Two? I? I guess World, World War One. Was oh, it no, World War Two? World War Two. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Japan, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so it was kind of authentic for that time because during that time there was no out gay culture. Very true. And this takes place like in a like a reform school for um, older kids, like probably before they're twenty one or something. Boys, not not yeah. females. Yeah, just guys. Yeah, the boys' school. Yeah. 
it's kind of what we would consider like juvenile detention ish sort of thing now, but the way they handled it back then. But it was interesting to see because they like obviously there were the gays and everyone knew that the gay kid was a big homo, but it's it was really interesting how they handled it and treated him and this, that and the other. So. Well, and then there's that one scene where the, the one of the bullies like rapes the guy, right? Did he actually I guess he actually did. Yeah. Yeah. But no no. I don't think there's any nudity, Gary, on Maine and Dallas. Maybe a few butts, but I don't yeah, think Yeah, I was just going to say, maybe a butt or two, but not really, no. Yeah, it wasn't like that. It was it was good. But that's definitely a movie everyone should see, because it was really good. But Yeah, I'm like sitting down just to watch something lighthearted, and <laughs> you know, I thought it would be really cute and easy watch. And I'm like sobbing near the end, and you know. Oh my god, yeah, when they're sitting there against the wall right before he leaves to go back to... And, and, and don't tell them. I know. Okay, yeah. you guys got to go watch that movie. Yeah, don't ruin the end. Now, cause... Veritable Virgo also reminds us about Bride's Head Revisited. Has anybody watched that one? Because I actually watched that when it was on PBS. I have not. No. I don't know if the, there was a movie out recently, um, Bride's Head Revisited, but it was supposed to be much more scandalous than the PBS series. I'm not sure. I, yeah, it looks like 08, the movie came out. Yeah, with and the guy in that movie was kind of hot too. I think. But. Ooh, oh, is it on the? Um, is it on yeah, the Netflix? That's a good question. I don't know. Let me. Google. This is fascinating to everyone listening. I know. Seriously, the legendary TV series is not on instant play, but the movie is. The movie is. Yeah, there it is. Ooh, ad. I might ad. have to just watch that. Now that I can. Add to instant cue. Please. I don't like. I totally don't even do the DVDs. DVDs anymore. You know, I decide I'm not going to do them either. But they keep um, telling me you don't have anything on your queue. I just put a bunch of stuff in the queue, and I have a movie here that's just sitting here. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> how do you stop them from shipping them to you? You just keep one forever, or you, you empty your queue is what you're doing. Yeah. I don't want to even put one on the list. I just want to. I, the only reason I got this was to play, and I just signed up again this week. I wanted to watch movies instantly on the iPad, so I don't want to get DVDs. Did you Did have they to limit you? What? Do they limit how many? Because I, I ended my net script, net, Netflix subscription about a little over a year ago. I was I was finding that I wasn't watching, and they were just sitting here, and I like exhausted everything I wanted to see. No. If you get the what is it the ten dollar a month plan that it's nine dollars a month eight ninety nine yeah. and it's unlimited one at a time and, and then with that you you can unlimited you can stream one right after the other because yeah. one night I just sat here and just went like ten minutes of, to see if, to see if I liked the movie and gave up on like like eight or ten movies just to see what they were about and I was like I can't find one that I like. <laughs> What were those eight or ten you gave up on? Oh God, I don't know what they what they are. Although they do, I think they do tell you what you recently were viewing. Not in the app, or maybe it does. Like you have to like quit the app and go back in or something. It's the app isn't so great, but it, it isn't. I agree with you there. And you can't yeah. rate in the app either. Oh, you can't. I not. Oh, I can do that on my Roku. Okay, box. it does show me what it says. Recently watched. Um, I was watching, uh, I viewed Helvetica um, issues. You gave up on Helvetica? Helvetica, yeah. God damn it. I gave up on Helvetica a long time <laughs> oh, ago. I gave up on it like five five minutes in. I'm like, oh my God. I think he's talking about the actual typeface, not the movie. Yeah, oh, no, oh, oh, I'm um, talking about the movie. It was documentary, so. Um, issues 101, The Workshop, Boys Life 5, Denied, Breakfast with Scott, and Sunshine Cleaning. That's what I have seen recently. Yeah. I watched a movie called Boyfriends um, that was kind of cute. One, two, three, four, five, six were watched um, yesterday. <laughs> no, Tuesday. Yeah, the eleventh. What was the one Boyfriends? What's that about? Um, it's like a, a group of childhood friends that get back together in an English. They they live in London and they get together like in a cabin somewhere out in the countryside of England near the sea, and they all bring their boyfriends. And, you know, it's just all sorts of drama going on, but it's how they've changed and this, that, and the other. But who's Oh, I've that? seen that, yes. Yeah, it was kind of good. Like, it was old, but kind of good. Yeah, so. that's from 2000, yeah. 
I have seen that. And there's a little bit of nudity in that one, I think, isn't there? <laughs> uh, Two thumbs up for nudity. Right. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to remember because I see the, the cover now shows them at least shirtless right there in that picture. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, they're, I mean, it's definitely, it's grainy. The quality isn't very good, but it's, yeah. It's I think not- I might have even owned that video at one time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, and of course I've been watching Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog um, and stuff like that. But doesn't he only have like three episodes out? Mm, I've seen it. How many are here? Because when I saw it originally, when it was first on the internet, before it was available on iTunes or anywhere else, I thought I only saw like three episodes. Because I thought that was really cute. I only see. I only have three. I haven't. I don't know. How do I? Doctor Horrible's. I see it, but I. I can't tell how many are there. Well, let's see if I click on Doctor Horrible's sing along blog from two thousand eight. It says TV series. Um. Oh, it says see all three. So I wonder if it's there's just three. Maybe I've. Oh, there is just three episodes. Because mm-hmm. those were written during the writer's strike. Yeah. That happened when the writer's strike was going on. Yeah, there are only three episodes. If you go to um, IMDb and look up Dr. Horrible Sing Along Blog, you'll see when you scroll down to the cast, it says three episodes. This is yeah. riveting podcasting. I know, it is. I know. It is. And actually, we've been talking for about an hour, so does, do we, does anybody else have any other topics before we wrap this up? Mm. Anybody? Anybody? Anything? Did we cover all of your topics? I'm looking now. I'm waiting for this to come up. Let's see. Oh, no. I wanted to ask about um, Elena Kagan, the um, Supreme Court nominee. Just, I just have a question about... Um, People trying to, well, well, one, people trying to out her. Two, those who are trying to uh, say she's not gay. And three, should she have to recuse herself from gay rights cases if she comes out? Then I guess everybody else has to recuse themselves from other rights cases. That's what I thought, but that was an issue. Didn't somebody bring that up this week? Well, Michael, Michelangelo Signorelli has been about it all week. but What was he saying about it? No, I can only listen to about 35 seconds of him. (laughs) He gets so, and I know it's his stick. It's no different than Rush or anyone else. It's, you know, personality. But, um, but yeah, no, he was just, he's essentially what we've said is that she shouldn't have, that should have no bearing on any decision. I completely agree. Yeah. But, and they, I wasn't, who was it that wanted Obama to ask her that during her, as part of, or not during, but as part of the confirmation hearing or whatever it was, wanted uh, them to ask her that there. I just, wow. See, now I don't think that, that should not even be a question. Well, come on, Archer. You know that only old, white, stray, straight guys can be unbiased. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, even though Clarence Thomas or whoever. Ugh. <laughs> well, and spanking be spanking dead be Archer. Hey, wait, I'm not dead. <laughs> um, he says the same thing for should blacks remove themselves from black rights cases, from women from abortion cases, blah, 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 so on and so forth. So you're right when you say that about the straights. Yeah, so they shouldn't have anything to do with it. She should still be able to um, sit and listen to and, uh, you know, give her opinion about gay rights cases, especially when the... Uh, gay marriage one comes up because that will be coming up well her opinion is her like her personal beliefs are her personal beliefs but if it's I mean if she's made it this far you know of course her legal her decision should be completely unbiased I mean I don't know well you know what now seriously you can say that it should be unbiased but look at the Supreme Court justice who are on there now they're totally making their decisions based on their Social political, you know, views because, um, you know, because the, it's, it's, they're citing five to four on all these different cases. Well, clearly, those five are conservative people, and that's the way they think, and that's the politics of it. So she would definitely, well, I'm hoping that she will vote on the liberal side, and because that's the way she thinks. So I think that would be expected. 
<sighs> too too much for you? It's just, uh, yeah, it, honestly, meh. All right. Uh, you know how I am with the, pol- the politicals. I know, I know. It's just, that's why I have to turn off Signorelli. And then write a letter to Sirius saying, get him off of the <laughs> Like, put him on a political channel. Well, you know what they would tell you? You can turn the channel, Mr. Vader. What channel is he on? OutQ, the gay channel. There Are should there be no politics other? on the gay channel? He's the only thing that's political. Are there any and, other gay channels, though? No, but everything else, like, you know, like, in the morning, the morning jolts a few hours, and Frank DeCaro is only three hours, and then Michelangelo Signorelli is four hours, and it's four hours of political right through the middle of the afternoon. That so, might be a bit much. Four hours of it? Mm. Well, you know, I wouldn't listen if it were four minutes, but it's, yeah, I try to listen, and he just makes me angry because, you know, he's just, he can be over the top. But yeah. what do I know, really? I don't know. Well, I think we will wrap this up now. So um, thank you all for being on this episode. I'm going to give you each a couple seconds to plug something, as usual. <laughs> and I think I'm going to start with Larkin. I'm going to plug um, Flat 29. I don't know. Um, Sarah and Rob from How Much Do We Love were on it. And um, it's an awesome podcast. Flat 29? Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it's not gay, but it's three British blokes, and they may as well be gay. Do they talk about gay stuff, then? Um, not really, no, but they make usual dick jokes, and, you know, it's funny. They're very, they're very talented. Oh, well, the picture of them right there on the front, that, they look gay. Oh, they're just British. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the age-old question. British or gay? <laughs> No, um, you know, one of them, the one I listened to today, I started at the beginning. The um, the one, one of them doesn't have his driver's license yet because he's failed the test four times. Holy crap, how old are they? They're in their young, early 20s. Um, Another one, I'm trying to think, like, doesn't know anything about sports. I mean, they could be gay for all, you know. (laughs) Maybe they just haven't come out yet. No, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. They're just, they're yeah. very funny. They're, they're, um, I don't, it's just a, a feel good podcast. I mean, it's just to listen to and they're, you know, upbeat and positive and just. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, people can check them out. Flat 29. Okay. Um, David B., what would you like to plug? Oh, I'll just plug my podcast, theoccasionalfag.com. You have a podcast? I'll be self-serving. He said the F word. What's F word? Fag? Fag. (laughs) Okay. You know, the one that they smoke in England. Right. And probably at flat 29. (laughs) Um, Larry Vader, what are you plugging tonight? Well, um, since I have the death plague, I'm just going to plug the podcast. Um, and that's com live Fridays at 7 on pride48.com. Be sure to tune in. Yay. Yeah. Um, let's see if Daniel has um, updated the website. Has anybody been there lately? It's not updated. Oh, didn't he tell us like the last three weeks in a row that he would be updating the website by the He's end of the week? Very busy. Very busy. I just... Don't pressure him. He's a busy beaver. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, Daniel. But do you think it will be up and running before Pride 48? I think he said May 15th is his deadline. Oh, that would be Saturday. <laughs> Very good. Sure check that out. Yeah, but definitely. if it's anything like my deadlines, May 15th means like June 15th. So, Oh. June yeah. 15th would be in time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It would be in time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we've still got time before the Pride 48 weekend. That's true. All right. Well, boys and – well, boys. <laughs> thank should, you we so. do a, should we do a group <laughs> promo for the Pride 48? Absolutely. Which, what would you like to do? I don't know. I mean, aren't we supposed to say something like, hi, this is the Archer blah, blah, Gang Bang. And you're listening to uh, what? Gay podcast on Pride48.com? I don't. I don't know where the script is. Yeah, um, Arthur, Arthur is still writing the scripts, but there's an email about every 
he's gonna he does want everyone to do that. So. Yes, yeah, but yeah, he's gonna send us the script and then we script and then we can do it. Yeah. All right. So either way, tune into Pride Forty Eight because actually they're playing. Um, uh, what's the kind of music it is? Creative Commons. Creative Commons Creative music. Commons. Yes. Yeah. I tuned in for a little bit at work today, but I was just hoping to hear what. Arthur implied was there were a couple of podcasts who had already turned in their promos, and I was waiting to hear them. Well, Big Fatty is one of them. I heard it. And I didn't hear any of them. He got, he actually gets played a lot. <laughs> well, maybe there's only Arthur's Big Fatties. So. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> if the rest of us knew what format he wanted, we would gladly do it, but no, no. I'll just send him an uncompressed wave file. But see, I'm just not very good at that kind of stuff, you know. I need, to, I need to have someone make one for me. Done till the day after it was due. Oh, I need someone to do it for me. Maybe I'll get John Ong to do it. You're listening to Pride Forty Eight and Archer Radio. Be sure Actually, to um, just... join us on some weekend in June and listen to us podcast live. Actually, just um, Tuesday, the 11th, um, Archer Radio, the, dom- the domain expired, and people can now have it if they want it. It's probably already been swapped up. Yeah, it's probably one of those companies that goes out and buys them. You think so? You know, you could still call the audio portion of Archer.com Archer Radio. It's just an audio portion. That's true. Either that or you have to start numbering all over again and you can't claim that you've been podcasting for so long because Archer.com hasn't been a podcast for very long. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) I'm only joking, Archer. Archer V2. <laughs> Archer 2.0. Right. Archer yeah, Radio does the... not show up. Not weird. We'll do a who is. Yep, it's already been snagged. By who? Uh, one of those companies. Um, DNS Next Gen, I think, is who's got it. And they'll sell it back to you for just $500. Oh, when I go there, it says like satellite television, satellite TV, dish network, cable TV. Yep. That means it's already bought by somebody? Yep. That's They've crazy. turned it into a link farm. Oh, yeah. Look, free credit report, online payment, credit card application. Oh, please. How do they determine how much they can get for it? How many? Can they tell how many links are on the web back to it? I'm sure they can. Oh, there there are lots of links out there to Archer Radio. People still have not updated their links. <laughs> it's the one of those annoying ass websites, but yeah. Oh, huh. Very interesting. All right, well, we were on our way to saying goodbye. So, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> why don't you all three say it with me? Until next time. Bye. Bye.